You are now listening to The Gina Lee Nolan Show. Hey everyone, it's Gina Lee Nolan. Welcome to my podcast. Today our guest is one of the most iconic supermodels in the world. She's graced over 500 covers. She's an artist, an actress, a New York Times bestselling author, an entrepreneur, and a mother to three beautiful children, Alexa Ray, Jack, and Sailor. She's back on Broadway playing Roxy Hart in the hit show Chicago. What gets me is where she finds this energy to keep the pace and the moves. And she played Roxy Hart about six or seven years ago, but she had 13 days to rehearse before she hit the stage. So we get into all of that. Where do you find that energy? Anyway, my friend who is beautiful inside and out, Christy Brinkley. Hey, Christy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I am so glad that you're on the show today and to hear that you're back on Broadway playing Roxy Hart in Chicago. (laughs) Can you believe it? I can. (laughs) And this is the second time that you've played her. The first was in 2010. And you you were all over the place. You were in London, San Diego. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was amazing because they, in 2010, when they asked me to play Roxy Hart in Chicago, I mean, can you imagine? I, I had, I, I, I had remembered seeing it when I was younger and loving it. And the, the sudden idea that I could do that was just like this flash of like, whoa, it just shook my world. And I was like, my my agent was like, and of course you don't have time for that kind of thing. And he was ready to move on to the next request. Right. And I said, no, wait, wait. <laughs> I just, you know, if, if that's really legit, if that request is real and they didn't confuse me with somebody else, I've got to at least go to an audition. And I thought that that would be the story I would tell my grandkids someday. Mm. It was like, come sit on my knee and let me tell you about the day I had the gumption to actually go out and do an audition for a Broadway play. Right. And then I did the audition and the producer, Barry Weisler, said, Christy, we would be delighted to have you. And then I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And then then I had to like actually say, okay, I'll do it. I didn't dance. I didn't sing. I didn't act like what I had some nerve, but you know what they said, we, we've had guests come in and do the role and we have professionals that will work with you. And We'll get you ready. And the first time around, I had a whole month, like 10 hours a day. It was really like my dance captain said, get ready. You're going to just crawl into bed like, you know, a limp noodle at the end of the day. Right. And, um, and, but it was it, as exhausting as it was, it was so invigorating. Mm. And for my whole family, you know, at the time I was going through a miserable divorce. And so this was something to completely shine the light, you know, the spotlight on something joyous and amazing and creative. And um, so it was such a great opportunity. I did it for four months on Broadway and I thought, 
that was going to be it. And I remember my last show, I was just, oh, I just was, you know, so grateful to have had the opportunity, so sad to let it go. And then they said, we'd love for you to play the West End in London. So I did that. And then when that was over, they said, we'd love for you to do our um, headline, our national tour. So I did that. And then they said, we'd like you to come back to Broadway. And I did. Mm. I love it. They said, by popular demand. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. and um, and then all these years passed, and I thought the opportunity had passed me by, <laughs> which is a line from the play. <laughs> um, but uh, suddenly, here it is again, and I'm back as Roxy Hart, and absolutely thrilled, delighted, and overjoyed to be here. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's been about six or seven years since you last played Roxy Hart. So how was it learning all the steps and the moves and, and everything that it took to, to come back? Yes. Well, you know, I think it's like closer to seven years since I've done it. And that was definitely long enough to, to forget (laughs) what I was supposed to do, but I only had 13 days. Oh my goodness. Uh, This time, instead of 10 hour days, it was like three and four hour days. And so we crammed a lot in those four hours. Believe me, I was also like a limp noodle at the end of the four hours. Um, But uh, it was like, you know, 13 days and we're off to Phoenix. And when I got here, I arrived at the theater and I, I had work that kept me like busy in the city right up until my departure. Sure. So I couldn't like try to get on Phoenix time zone oh, right. or anything like that. And of course, the people that I was studying with in New York are very, it's different than the road uh, cast, you know. Mm. So I had to meet my brand new cast for the first time and uh, and then do what we call a put-in, which is you're at the theater, you're on the stage, and you meet, say, your Billy Flynn. Mm-hmm. And together we sit and we go through the number in the, you know, like the puppet number. We both reach for the gun right. and get a feel for each other on that. And then we do our scene work. And then I move on to Amos and, uh, you know, I'll uh, do my scenes with him. And then I do my scenes with Velma and uh, and so on. And all the while, the legendary, the one and only, the talented, incredible, uh, original, like, like, like stamped stamped in my mind as the Roxy Hart. Right. Anne Reinking oh. is there. You know, Anne Reinking, you know, worked with Bob Fosse for so long. She knows like how he thinks, how right. he, you know, and she's constantly uh refossizing certain move, you know, rearranging it, making things changes here and changes there and just keeping everybody fresh and on their toes. But for me to have Anne Reinking there was like, okay, I got to do it right. And you know, when you start thinking, I got to do it right, instead of I'm simply responding to Amos, that's not a good thing. No, You've got to like, just be 
Roxy yes. doing her thing, not being Christy trying to please Anne Ranking, you know, being Roxy. So, um, so everything was suddenly like a mind game of like, it was sort of like both a mental and physical pat your head and rub your tummy. <laughs> you know? Right. And and after after a day of rehearsal, I think one day I would be headed for my tub with Epsom salts and just <laughs> soaking and <laughs> licking my wounds. Yes. But instead, we had a show that night. And to top it off, in in New York, before coming here, I was already saying to my friends, I cannot believe it. They all know I never touch wood, count my blessings. I mm. never get sick. I am like, you know, they all say, you're the Energizer Bunny. You just you are. go, go, go. <laughs> never get sick. But here I get the opportunity of a lifetime and I get a massive sinus infection. Oh, no. So I've got like the headaches, the nausea, the right. chest crawling, tickling, you know, all of that stuff going on. I go right into that put in. I am in Phoenix. It's dry. Mm. I'm not drinking enough. And the first show comes around and I'm feeling dizzy and my my throat is literally Sticking together in the back, and my voice is getting like this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. I struggle through the show and I get back to the hotel, and um, my whole body went into like Charlie horses. Oh. Just every, like, my thigh would Charlie horse, and I'd step out of bed and then my calves would Charlie horse. And then I felt nauseous, like, oh, I'm going to throw up. And then oh. my stomach would Charlie horse. Anyway, the next morning after a night of that, no sleep, oh. I show up for a matinee and a show. I did my makeup. I'm getting my wig on. And Scooter, the genius behind the wig, says, you don't look so good today. And then the stage manager comes in and goes, Christy, you okay? And I said, well, to be honest, I tell them the story. They said, honey, you gotta, you gotta rest. You gotta right. skip the mat. And I said, yeah. no, I can't. I said, I realize, believe me, I realize that the cast will, will do an amazing job, but there may be a handful of people that came here specifically to see me. Right. And for those people, I got to show up. The show must go on. Yeah. And, uh, and with that, I stood up and almost fainted and they said, Christy, get, go home, take yeah. this off, show off, see how you feel. We'll get a doctor. I got a doctor came to the room. He said, you are severely dehydrated. You have a sinus infection. You are not going back to the theater today. You need a day of rest. He said, but I'll tell you one thing. We'll give you an IV and get mm -hmm. you hydrated. And I think you're going to feel, you know, a million times better. And sure enough, uh, that really did help me through and uh, by the next day, I mean, it really helped everything. And I've been, believe me, I've been carrying around my water bottle and my electrolyte drinks and everything ever since and yeah. feeling much better. Well, living here, it is so dry. I always have a water bottle in hand. 
you know, and, and traveling when I'm, when I'm in LA, it's a bit humid and it's, it's lovely and I don't need it as much. And same in New York, it's so humid, um, where here it's, it's hard to perform. I mean, everyone that I've talked to, it's, it's just so dry. It really is. Now you have an exciting new project on the Lifetime Network called American Beauty Star. Yes. And you're a judge and Ashley Graham is the host. Ashley Graham is the host. Um, Leah Wire, uh, who was with um, Hearst Group when we started and has now moved to Birdie Beauty, uh, is one of the judges. And Yusai, uh, international photographer who uh, does a lot of work with Sports Illustrated and, you know, really knows how to make women look gorgeous right. uh is our other judge and uh and sir john the genius behind beyonce's makeup looks uh is our mentor for the contestants and everybody is has got to be like uh in charge of the entire look not just the makeup but the hair the style uh, we're looking for people that do it all that right. are, you know, able to really, you know, come in and give you a look and, um, and they're very creative and the show really gets into, um, I mean, you can't believe how emotional it gets and you get very attached yes. to certain contestants cause you, you know, find out how they, you know, what's the, the bumps on their road to mm-hmm. getting here. And, um, you know, I, I, I try to be, uh, as encouraging as I can. Um, and I know that sometimes, you know, a little tough love is necessary yeah. Yeah. because <laughs> let's face it, um, my business can dish out the tough love. Yeah. I, sometimes it's just tough without the love. Yeah, it's <laughs> very um, tough. So you've got to be ready for that as well. But um, I never really wanted to be a critic. I always wanted to, um, you know, um, make people feel good. So that's kind right. of my role is find a way to support what's good about the look and of course, Leah looks at it from a real professional perspective of, you know, how it would look on a page. Right. Uh, and um, and uh, Yusai can see how it would look in a photo. Well, it looks so exciting. Yeah, it's fun. And our grand finale was great because we let America vote for the winner and we did it live from New York. That was the night before I came here. Right. Uh, we had our live grand finale mm-hmm. and uh, it was really, really fun and very immediate like that, Yes, you know? Yeah. In fact, I wish we did all the shows live with an audience because it, uh, it's it gives the energy, a great energy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I prefer live too. I, I do. It's, yeah. it just gives you that on the spot reaction and, and there's no turning back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but I do a lot of health and wellness and I, I work a lot with thyroid sexy and, yeah. and I recently tried, finally tried your sugar-free organic Prosecco. Isn't it great? Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> and I, and I wanted to add, because when I open a, a full bottle, uh, my husband doesn't drink 
And so I find myself with a bottle <laughs> and I love the bambinos. Yes. I didn't, I, was that your, they, your idea? That the best idea. Yes. Um, you know what? Actually, it was my friend, Jimmy Niederlander of Niederlander Theaters, because I was saying, Jimmy, you've got to have my Prosecco in your theaters. <laughs> and he said, well, Christy, we, you know, we don't like to open a big bottle for the same reasons you just described, you know, um, because we don't like to see it go to waste. Right. So once you get like smaller bottles, we can do something about it. And um, but I saw uh, in Europe, people were starting to walk around at like polo matches and stuff with these little cups attached to the top of the bottle. They're called sippers. So I told my my partners at Belize, my guys, we've got to get these sippers because what's wonderful about them, say you're having a um a wedding shower, right. right? You can personalize the sippers to say, you know, Gina Lee's oh. uh, wedding shower, this date, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yes, you know, for the theater, it can be the name of the play, the name of the theater, and um, but you and and there's no glass, no champagne glasses tipping over, and mm. you know how easily mm -hmm. they break oh, yeah. if they just get knocked over, they shatter, and then you spend your party cleaning up broken glasses, and you spend after the party washing them carefully because you don't want to put them in the dishwasher. Instead, you have these sippers, which are machine washable. You just, you know, save those, pop them in a bottle again later, and right. it's so convenient, and it makes the bottles very portable. So if you're having a picnic or a party in the backyard, and um or going out on a boat for the day mm. or to the beach. Mm -hmm. It's really convenient and it keeps it sparkling and fresh and right. Uh, and you're not really wasting. Fun. You're not wasting that. Or and you're, you're not, not wasting. Or I'm not just sitting there um intoxicated. Yes. <laughs> Com yeah. Complete yeah, because it was so delicious. Yes. I uh yeah. Yes, saying, okay, I better drink the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I have to drink the, the but whole I'm bottle. I'm so proud of my line Bellissima Prosecco because we are 100% all natural. We are organic. Mm. Yes. You know, so it's better for our planet and it's so much better for your body. We are vegan. And when I started in this business, I was like, well, duh, of course we're vegan. Right. You know, nobody adds meat to their wine. And they said, well, no, actually, Christy, there's a process, a traditional process of filtering the wine through animal parts, mm -hmm. through fish guts, through intestinal tracts. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah. And you can end up with trace amounts of meat in your wine if it doesn't say certified vegan on the bottle. Wow. So we are certified vegan and our cartons that the, you know, if you buy a case of our um, Bellissima, mm -hmm. our, we use recycled cardboard. We print our cardboard with vegetable dyes. So we have a, you know, um, a very small footprint and, um, and we're, you know, one of the healthiest Proseccos on the market. And I'm so proud of our sugar-free because, yes. you know, it's, first of all, it's delicious and sugar-free. Right. It allows people on sugar-restricted diets 
to still be part of the party, you know, right. toast and, you know, have a little of, of all of that. And also it's great when you're making a mixed drink because I mm. have a new line called Bella Spriz. Oh, of, um, uh, it's my aperitivos. And you know, that drink that's really popular right now, they had a very expensive advertising campaign for it oh. called Aperol Spriz. Yeah, I've heard well, of it. We're, we don't have an expensive advertising campaign. We only have word of mouth. So my Bella Spriz is half the price of an Aperol Spriz, but wow. you get that delightful, bright, red, orange mm. drink, you know, mm-hmm. sparkling in a glass. And you mix it with my Bellissima Prosecco Zero Sugar, and you get like a skinny girl spritz. Yes. Because it's, you know, less sugar. It's a great alternative as far as enjoying yourself. And it's, you know, it's sugar-free and it's it's healthy. Yes. And speaking of that, I was curious as to your diet. I've read that you're a vegetarian are you now vegan? No, I'm vegetarian. Mm. And um, I've been, you know, throughout my career, I have had years have, you know, that I've been vegan. Um, And then uh, I'll find that, oh, I'm doing something that requires a little bit of, uh, say, a little bit of salmon, because I need a little more protein. Right. Um, Like right now doing Chicago, I have to have a little bit of salmon. I just have to because otherwise, um, you know, there's there's not a lot that I can eat and Mm. go on stage and still feel light and not, you know, kind of bloated or, um, you know, uh, to have that energy, that protein. Yeah. Mm. And um, so I I am a you know, a sort of a lacto ichthyo vegetarian, <laughs> although I really don't do uh, dairy occasionally if I'm having um, a piece of pizza and there's some mozzarella on it. You know, I just figure life is short. It and, is. You know, it is. <laughs> we definitely all need to have a piece of pizza with a bambino. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a world that is just, it's just hard. There's so much going on in it. Yeah. What brings you joy? I, uh, well, I get the most joy when I'm surrounded with friends and family. Mm -hmm. I just love, you know, I, I, I absolutely love to be, I don't know, just gathered at the beach, gathered Mm -hmm. around a campfire, gathered around a fireplace, um, all together, uh, I, I, my, if I could have like one activity, I love it when like, uh, we gather around the piano and sing songs like Christmas carols together. I, I, there's nothing more fun to me than that kind of thing. Um, around a campfire singing songs together. I, I just, I don't know. I love that. And just being around family and your kids. Yeah. Yes. And out in nature. Yes. Anytime, you know, anytime that I can get out in nature, that makes me so happy and calm. And Mm -hmm. uh, I, if I'm sad, I go to nature. And if I'm, you know, if I have a few extra minutes and I need to recharge my batteries, Mm -hmm. I just 
you know, go to nature. It can be in the city and I've got a flower pot out on my deck and I tend to it and take care right. of it. And I just feel like, you know, or if it's a house plant in my house and I squirt it with the mist and I talk to it. Me too. <laughs> I trim it. And I, I name just, my plants. I Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. I have Sally, Oliver and, and George. So I, oh. and I tend to them and they're like little children. Yes, they are. You care for them. You take care of them. You see them like growing their new leaves and a blossom's coming out. I I love it. I just take so much joy from being in nature. Yeah, it's it's wonderful and it's very healing. I think attitude is everything and, and you're so upbeat and you're so positive <laughs> and even your Instagram, like you have these incredible stories and people... Um, you know, they just, they want to follow and see what you're doing and what's next. And I think truly that that's the most beautiful thing to see than even outer beauty because you shine from inside. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. Thank you so much. You know, yesterday was the 25th anniversary of my helicopter crash. And, um, And I put up a post and I just mentioned that there's not a day that goes by that I don't count my blessings for being alive. Mm. And I am so grateful for each day. And I truly realize that, you know, anything can happen at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And there's no guarantee that we've got it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's just so important. I know that when, when my helicopter was crashing, at that very moment that you think you are going to die, it was crystal clear to me that what I hoped was that everybody I loved knew how much I loved them and how much they meant to me. And that I just wanted to like propel my heart into theirs. I wanted Mm -hmm. them, I wanted them to know that I loved them and appreciated them so much. And that was that was the last thing that was important to me that was crystal clear. And so I always want to make sure that my family and friends know that I love them and mm. I appreciate them. And um, and I think that if you live your life like that, you know, it's with an attitude of gratitude for everything that's going on in your life. Right. It truly, I think gratitude truly is the key to happiness. It's so true. It's just being grateful for every single breath. And sometimes, unfortunately, it takes having something that tragic to happen in our lives to really wake us up and say, wow, you know, I am grateful for every breath and every single day that I get. And I'm going to live it to the fullest. Well, we just want you to know that we're grateful to you. We thank thank you you for being on the show today. I know you're busy and you're traveling with Chicago. And we'll definitely be looking at your Instagram page at Christy Brinkley to see what's going on and what you're doing next. Well, Gina, speaking of the wonderful people on my Instagram, you're one of them. You always pipe up with the sweetest, (laughs) kindest, most supportive things. And I so appreciate it. I noticed you right away and I was like oh my gosh is that the Gina Lee Nolan (laughs) wow she is one sweet 
person. And um, so thank you. And thank you for having me on the show. Of course. It's been so great catching up with you and just getting that sneak peek behind the curtain to Chicago and how hard you've worked. It's truly amazing. We'll also be watching your new show on the Lifetime Network called American Beauty Star, and I'll have my bambino in hand. If you've liked what you heard today, please subscribe. And you can also find me on Instagram at Gina Lee Nolan and on Facebook at Thyroid Sexy. And until we meet again, please be kind to one another. Peace.